All right, um, we are getting ready to roll here. This is Light Trees Walking, episode 605, recorded here from our World Podcasting Headquarters studio. So, Mike, yeah, when, whenever you're ready, we can get going. our engineer there uh, leading us into this episode. This is Like Trees Walking. I am Michael J. Nelson. As always, I am high atop uh, Like Trees Walking Tower here with uh, Pastor David Berge. Good morning, Pastor David. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Yes. Uh, and this is the podcast where, and then I'm going to switch it right over. I'm going to do oh my boy. Casey oh Casey oh voice, oh and I'm going to set it out over. To uh, Pastor David, uh, Pastor, what do we do here? What do we, what, whoa, what do, we do here at Like Trees what? Walking? <laughs> Slightly menacing the way that you're. <laughs> well, yes, I mean that's Casey Kasem, right? It's like yes, ponderous man. This is just ponderous. All right, go ahead. So we talk about big topics from a Christian perspective. We do so with a mind, though, that other people are going to be eavesdropping in on this conversation. So we always do it in good faith to the best of our ability. We're not hiding the fact that, you know, we believe in God the Father, Almighty Maker of heaven, through Jesus Christ, is only Son. You know, we believe the whole yes. creed, all right? We, we yeah. got the creed. We're down with the creed, not the band, but the apostles, the one the apostles gave us. And the Nicene Creed, we're good with that. We're good with the Athanasian Creed, even the, even the um, anathemas. We're down with those two, okay? But we know not everyone is who's listening to us, but we know that you appreciate good, thoughtful um, conversation about serious stuff. And I've said this before, I'll say it again, that doesn't take itself too seriously, Mike. I'll allow it. That's us. That's who we are. That's what we do. Yes. And we have a big topic today from a big thinker. A huge a, a debate, a truly, it's us kind of sharing a, two titans. We're dropping in on, yes, two great minds having a debate out in the in the public, which may or may not have gotten a lot of attention. We'll, we'll find out. Uh, and then after that, this is really exciting. We're, we're not like a, a mommy blog. We're not a, but, we, and we're not life hackers. Um, we're not tech blog, but we have recommendations that will improve your life. And that's in the second half of this thing. Very much. Literally, your life will get so much better when you take our advice and I'm I'm excited. I wish we could jump ahead to that. Unfortunately, we have to take on this big topic. So. This is a life. This is a life hack. It, it's, I love like um. Someone once, someone a friend of mine once said like, they're like I hate all these things that are called like life hack, and it's basically like here's how to cook something. Yes. <laughs> it's like that is not a hack. That is just that is just knowing how to cook to, to, to cook food. Okay, and, it, and it's also funny that I guess people are really irritated by the fact that they look up a recipe. <sighs> And then they go to the, the site, and and it has like sixteen pages of, you know, my husband often doesn't. It's like, <laughs> where's like, the recipe? And that is obviously SEO, and you know, is meant to uh, make their material they're copyrightable. Monetizing. They're monetizing their stuff, but it enrages people. It's like, well, then stop looking up recipes online. Just I just like, had this, and I had this experience with the New York Times, and I had to just, I had to eat it. I, I literally I ate what they said because sure. I want to know how do I make Stouffer's macaroni and cheese at home? Okay, <laughs> right. And and, and it's a eight thousand word. It's this guy piece. telling <laughs> it's the New York Times telling me, but like, okay, at the end, this is a really good recipe. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna I you wow. Know? So you stuck it out. I did stick it out, and let me tell you, 
it did taste just like Stouffer's macaroni and cheese. Out. There you go. So right. good. That's a life hack. Now, you might say, Dave, why didn't you just buy the big pan and just No, it? that's no. not the point. No. 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 Okay. okay. So, anyway, we have one that's even better than the Stouffer's stovetop. No, what but is if you, Stouffer's it's, macaroni? It's Stouffer's macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese. folks also tend to... Does it have, like, crumbs on it? No crumbs. No, no. Okay, no, no crumbs. crumbs. No Sorry, crumbs. Are you a no crumbs person? I generally am a no crumbs person. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, folks, if you want the recipe, just reach out to me. Okay. Okay. So... Let's get into the big topic. This is one I uh, I sent uh, our learned pastor for his advice. Like, is this something we could talk about? He's like, absolutely, yes. We have to talk about mm-hmm. this. Uh, I don't know how to get into it, but I'll just do it. This is a man who has, he's a uh, a titan, I think, of, of sort of secular thought. Certainly. He's uh, appeared on this podcast before. Oh, many times. He is, his name has come up many times. In fact, I think we... Uh, we have a little acronym for his name. I think we just call him... Uh, uh, we call him NDG? NDG. Wait, no, we call him NGT, right? You drop the little small d. Anyway, it's Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> so we can debate about what we, what we nicknamed him. I forget what we called him in the past. Anyway, a titan. Like, this is a science god. Literally launched a thousand memes with his commitment to... Uh, you know, blank, yeah, science. If, the, if there's anyone who blanking loves science, yes, it's him. He's a secular saint, beloved. Uh, he's appeared on countless hundreds of TV shows espousing his view of, I, I believe, officially, he's an astrophysicist. I think so, yeah, yeah. Um, so he knows, he knows more about the universe. You know, the he's, motion he's forgotten more about the universe than you'll ever know. Let's the the harmony of the spheres, he's he knows it, right? Yes. Uh, what are the words of the great Carl Sagan? The cosmos is all there is, all there will be, and all there ever was, or whatever. I'm maybe getting billions and billions of stuff. Was that him? Yes. Okay. He had a pre- peculiar style. Anyway, he's uh, he redid the cosmos series, That's right. correct? Yes, he did. Yeah, which has the same spirit of it. It's like. Who knows why it exists, but it does. And there is the one thing we know is there is no God. <laughs> yep. That's, so we're just uh, being yeah. honest. Like he's, you know, ideologically, he's as far away from us as you can get, I think. Yes. I mean, unless I guess you're a, a Satanist who <laughs> thinks you should burn down churches. And kill yeah. People. You know, yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah, far away yes, too. That, but, that, that's probably more far away. But, but, but philosophically, like in the mainstream of philosophy... He's as far away as we can get. Okay, so that's what I'm putting him in one corner. I'm trying to, I'm going to set the scene here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, he comes out with a statement, a very, very strong statement on Twitter's his favorite place to come out it's, with He statements. loves the platform. And he's, you know, as we know, he trolls on Twitter. We've talked about his trolling. I, I assume he's trolling. He can't, he can't be as dumb as his trolling. Uh, makes him sound, right? It's got to be a bit. It's a bit, right? It's a bit. But uh, it's puzzling that he does it with kind of a straight face and without really then reacting to usually, because his persona would not represent that. Like, I'm a serious scientist. Um, I want you to take me seriously in all ways. I present these shows that talk about very serious things, the origin of the universe and where we're all headed, why we're here, etc. But I'm going to go on Twitter and say these incredibly stupid things and I'm not going to comment on them. I don't, I, I don't think he knew that he was trolling, I, in a way. I think that he's... I just think he thinks, this is how I view the world. It's a very tight ideological window, and I'm going to say things in that 
tight ideological window and come at me, bro, is kind of his. <laughs> it is strange for one to be like a present oneself as a public intellectual and yeah. then say dumb things. Really, really dumb things. And <laughs> yeah. you can go look at his dumb things. There's probably a, a website that's the dumbest things. There's got to be a lot of There's some great. Said. There's some, some people sometimes pull out some of Richard Dawkins' greatest hits. Oh, sure. There's some just absolute <laughs> Just absolute gems. All right, mark that down as another. That's got to be a pod top. Oh, just some ab- one about him seeing a homeless person in Seattle holding a sign and the contents of that sign and his reaction to it, folks. A gem. I'm Classic. Ta- I'm talking about Richard Dawkins here. Okay, yeah. don't leave our podcast to look it up. <laughs> just mark it down and then. I mean, you can pause this podcast and mm-hmm. come back. Okay, so we're back. Um, all right, so Neil deGrasse Tyson in one corner makes a philosophical statement. Now, coming out strong on the other side. Who dares? In the Coliseum, one guy, Neil deGrasse Tyson, comes out swinging, uh, you know, one of these, uh, a chain or something with spikes on it. Is that a mace? Do we call that a mace? Uh, well, that would have the ball with okay. the things. I was just thinking one of those kind of like barbed chains. Okay. Okay. But think gladiator. Okay. Another guy comes out with a lance. I'm not going to say guy. I guess, I mean, you know. Whatever. We don't. We don't being. know. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, that might even be going too far, Mike. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, comes out on the other side, and I mean, you know the outcome, but we'll just we'll pause slightly for the people listening to go like, who, who is going to counter this very strong philosophical statement by Neil deGrasse Tyson? I mean, who's it going to be? Is it going to be? Is it going to be the, the aforementioned in the last episode? Is it going to be Greg Kokel? No, he'll get mowed down. It's got to be like Alvin Plantiga, you know, Plantiga. the great Christian philosopher. Could it be... Uh, Jay Warner Wallace. Uh, maybe it's got to be like uh, former director of the NASA National Institute of Health, Francis Collins. You know, yeah. he's a he's a, a Christian or and maybe, a, very, a brilliant let's, let's, man. Let's go bigger. Like, it's just someone uh, contrarian like Joe Rogan oh, comes yeah. out and is like, what is this, man? And he does an hour just rant again. No, it's none of those people. <laughs> Who is it, Mike? It is, of course, the Steakums Company. <laughs> Steakums. Steakums are, as I understand it, a, a frozen product of thinly sliced... I don't want to slander them. I think it's reconstituted beef. <laughs> it's, 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 I think it's, it's a beef byproduct. Is it what's left on kind of the, the slaughterhouse floor? They, they, well, you they, know what a McRib is, right? You take pork products and you you whip it uh what is it called uh emulsify is that the you know what's the chicken stuff that's pink uh what, what do they call it paste no but it's it's got a fancy oh name. pinks no no i don't actually i was gonna okay. say pink slime it, that's what they call it the that's the derogative name but it's you just whip up uh uh the animal parts and then you spin it off and the bones go in one direction the you know ground up bones go yeah. in one direction and the the meat by the meat that's still on that bone goes in another direction, you take that meat paste and you shape it into a McRib sandwich, <laughs> and uh, and then you put barbecue sauce on it, and people pay three ninety five for it. Whatever, I think Steakums is the steak equivalent of that. And I don't want to. I hope Steakums doesn't no, come after this me. This is not a. This is not a shot at the Steakum. It's a delicious. I, I've never had them. I remember when they came out, and I was blown away by the fact that you could have a steak sandwich in seconds because it's thin sliced beef. You heat up a pan. You throw the steak ums on there, and it's steak dash U M M. I just want to make that clear. Okay. So steak um, yeah, yeah. It? <laughs> it's yummy, 
but it's a steakum. It's like I think it's supposed to be like a small steak, but you put it on a sandwich and you have this delicious steak sandwich. It sounds wonderful. Okay, so steakum <laughs> cannot tolerate what Neil deGrasse Tyson says. So let's get into the argument. Now we have the the, the actors are in place. Our two the gladiators are on either side. They're coming towards each other. The tiger has not yet been released. Everything's good. Neil deGrasse Tyson comes out into the Coliseum and says, the good thing about science, capital Capital? Okay. All right. Is that it's true whether or not you believe in it. Uh, Any thoughts on that uh, as a philosopher? Any? (laughs) I mean, that is a... (laughs) Oh, I mean, this uh, This is like classical, is this, what do we want to label this as? Is this empiricism? Is this logical positivism? What is this? He's making a statement about epistemology, so things, S- truth is, okay, science, capital S. Yeah. We could have a debate for what many, is capital many, S- many science. hours about what science is, and there's a whole, obviously, schools of philosophy about what is science, but... Put that aside. He's doing the F yeah science stance here strong. Yeah, because he's saying, and he's making that statement because he's going, listen, these people, anti-science people, people who question science, like, it doesn't matter. They're, they, 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 yeah. they have shut no. Shut up, idiot. Yeah, shut up, idiot. Yeah. Okay, so that's a, a strong statement, and we know, you know, and we could get into it, and, and but that's not what we're here for. We're no, here, no, we want. We're here to let yeah. Stakeums. Do the work for us. <laughs> so Stakeums, which, I, I mean, a, an ongoing brand, right? It is a weird one to say it. Here's what they said. Stakeums could not. They saw that. Stakeums could not tolerate it. They said in all lowercase letters, log off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good opening shot. Uh, all right. So... Uh, they let that sit for a while, presumably. Yeah. Um, and, and these, you know, I'm looking at the numbers here. Yeah, for Neil deGrasse's first thing, 131,000. You know, it's not a Kardashian tweet, but it's got some... <laughs> that's, that's good juice. It's got some legs, yeah. Uh, St- Stakem's reply, you know, 16.3K, but a lot of, uh, a lot of comments on it. Uh, and then, so they let, that, uh, they let that go for a while. And uh, and then they came back with this. Steakums wasn't done. They pondered that. They fried up some of their... <laughs> they toasted a bun. They fried up some of their thinly sliced beef. And they came back and they're like, you know what? I bet you he didn't log off. I got more to say. And Steakums said this. The, I, in all lowercase, which is somehow that makes sense. <laughs> you're, you're loving that aspect of it. The irony of Neil's tweet is that by framing science itself as true... He's influencing people to be more skeptical of it in a time of unprecedented information. Okay, that's a Mm -hmm. mouthful. Mm -hmm. Science is an ever-refining process to find truth, not a dogma. No matter his intent, this message isn't helpful, says (laughs) Stakeums. Your your thoughts on... You know what? Hats off to Stakeums. I do. They said what needed to be said, and absolutely that science is a it's a process. It's a quest yes. for the, it's a quest for the truth. It's a it's a way of seeking truth, um, and particular kinds of truth that it's well suited to 
find and investigate. And yeah, it's it's open and and it's disputatious, right? Like there's all sorts of 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 open questions that science is debating. It's it's not settled. You know, when people say the science there is settled. You know, there's there it can't th- be. That's not the point of it. It's they're like... they're they're fudging, right? And so science is true whether you whether you believe it or not. Well, which science is true? And is eugenics is, is the science of the day and a hundred years ago, oh, every absolutely. single scientist with a with you know impeccable credentials and a finely creased shirt and everything you know, speaking at at councils, they were eugenicists. Are we? That it, was science, baby. That was, was capital was, S science. It was are, true. Are, it's true as hell, whether you believe it or not. Are we ready to stand, Neil? You up for that, baby? I don't think Neil is ready to, to say it or not. Or let's take even a a, a a a controversial example from today. There's like the there's the the guy. Uh, I'm not sure what his background is, but uh, Charles Murray, who makes claims about human intelligence differing between popu- various populations. Well, that's a scientific claim. Yeah. And so is it true or not? Right? That's something that people need to adjudicate. And 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 people have lots of problems with with the scientific implications of that. I think with good reason. But so Neil, that's why science itself has to be disputed because well, sorry folks, the science has declared. Well, who's science? Right? Yes. And, yeah. and and which truths? That's the question that it it, it should lead you into a deeper quest for seeking the truth. And yes, like some scientific claims are more well supported than others. That's that's no one's denying that. But that's not what Neil said. No, he said it's true whether, whether you, you, you believe, believe it, it or not. Yeah, yep. There are many many claims. And come on, man, this is basic. You know, science philosophy one hundred and one. Yeah, science no, no, no. is not consensus. I I found uh, thirty seven scientists say yes and twelve say no. So there we go. Gavel it shut. This is the truth about the universe. Come on, man. No. Nobody believes this. There's countless thousands of examples where this has gone horribly, horribly wrong. So let's not even, you know, please just put that aside. But that's the claim that Neil was making. So Yeah, and it's 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 scientists, you know, it's a process of investigating, of of gathering information that's supposedly relevant towards a phenomenon or a question at hand. And but then it has to be presented and it has to be argued and people have to dispute it. And yeah, it's 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 never truly settled. It could always be upended, right? Yeah. And well, so Karl Popper, I'm sorry. If it's falsifiable at all, then it's untrue. Like you you need to go back. You can reframe it or whatever, but you can't you can't say it's true. So let me I'm just gonna reread this in the context of all of that and say that I don't think I disagree with a single syllable of what Stakeums. So you're full Stakeums. The irony of Neil's tweet is that by framing science itself as true, he's influencing people to be more skeptical of it in a time of unprecedented misinformation. I think that's true. So you think he's causing people to be more skeptical? Yeah, by saying, shut up, just listen to science. Those people who are like, well, I'm skeptical Mm -hmm. because I haven't heard all sides of it and it hasn't been debated openly so now you're telling me to shut up. I, I'm not going to. Sh- I'm not. I'm not going to believe anything you say now. So I, I think that that's true. Mm-hmm. When you tell people to shut up and just sit down and listen to me, do they go, "Oh, now I'm more open to your point of view," or do they kind of harden their position? I think they harden their position. Yeah. And so that's that first sentence is okay. I'm good. Science is an ever refining process to find truth, not a dogma. I don't disagree with do you. We sounds, just said the that same thing. That sounds good to me. Yep. No matter his intent, this message isn't helpful. I 
I think that, that's true. <laughs> I also agree. With that. All right. So Stakeums is uh, we're on the side of Stakeums. When so. did Neil? What? When did Neil say that? When did he post that tweet? All right. Looking back at it, scrolling up. That was in uh, April. April. So that was in April. Stakeums responded the next day to log off. And then later in the afternoon, it looks like they thought about it a little bit. I like I like it, you know. Uh, and then um, Stakem says, um, okay, so then Stakem sort of clarifies what they're up to okay. in this next tweet. Um, Obligatory thread to remind people, this is quoting Stakem's Twitter site, <laughs> Obligatory thread to remind people that we're a brand selling products. Stakem.com, check it out. So everything we do is based in self-interest to grow our business. <laughs> I don't know what to make. Um, so, yeah, and then it follows up with a thread about how all brands that make social political comment stances do so to meet, M-E-A-T, <laughs> a self-interested bottom line, including us. So a little a little joke in the middle of their stance about that well i think and i i appreciate that because i think that is something that's in, interesting about the well what we saw right over the course of the past year especially um but especially after you know end of may of 2020 right there was a lot of but you i think even saw this it's a phenomenon of the last five years let's say a lot of brands making strong political statements sure you yeah. know like that's a new thing and what do you think of that and i think for me, I mostly just roll my eyes about it, right? Yeah, it is, it I'm, is, I'm not a fan of it. No, it's... I think a, it, divide, it further divides us in, into teams, and I just, I'm not a... I mean, there's a great gusher after George Floyd. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but gushers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you like, said that. Gusher, you know, gushers would not be what it is without black lives. And you're like, this is, you're, like, you're gushers. Gushers. You're gushers. <laughs> I mean, as a child, I wanted gushers, you know? Yeah, they're kind of sick when you think about like just chewing this like basically fruit snack filled with this goo. Yeah, goo comes out. Yeah. But it's like, did we need gushers? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it almost like it kind of cheapens and trivializes the moment of when the brands yes. get involved. Yeah, but Stakeums, this is the last. I'll let Stakeums have the last word. On please, this. please. Um, so someone, I believe this is in response to someone saying, yeah, to Stakeums, you must have changed social media personnel. So there's someone there, seems like an actual human mind behind this thing. <laughs> Probably not a uh, AI that says, nope, science itself isn't true, quotes. It's a constantly refining process used to uncover truths based in material rea reality, and that process is still full of mistakes. Spelling steaks like steaks. <laughs> this so, is, they are just, they are just going for it. Neil just posts ridiculous sound bites like this for clout, and he has no respect for epistemology. Steakums. Steakums. For the win. Oh. So I'm, I'm declaring them, I'm flat out declaring them the winner in this. Uh, Neil, for his part, did not respond to Steakums. It's, uh, to his day, you know, he was against a food product, but he's the one that got cooked. <laughs> wow. Um, there's more. You can look it up in the thread, <laughs> oh but I'm not going to go through it because uh, uh, Neil... Oh, he, he responded, but not directly to <sighs> Stakeums. And he says, if you have the urge to argue with my previous tweet, please read 
or please spend four minutes reading this post. So no, we're not going to do. We're, that. I'm not, not going to do that. But I just want to, uh, I just want to, you know, commend that uh, uh, interchange to you because that's that's beautiful. Thank you, Statecoms, for <laughs> for standing for just common sense and rationality in an age where of of yeah of people you know slinging slinging poo. Do you think that? What other? I'm trying to think of what other brand would use the word epistemology in their <laughs> tweeting about. I think Stakem stands alone. I think they do. I think they do. That's that's brave and bold. And I wonder if there's like a president, the president of the board of Stakem's, he or she is, you know, like, well, how uh, how is our social media doing? <laughs> I, as the matriarch of the Stakem's empire, wondering. Yeah, I don't know. We hired some person in the back. Oh, what's the... Let me log on and see <laughs> oh what they... Oh, good heavens. <laughs> I don't know. It just Are they rogue? Are they... Or is Stakem I think Stakem says whoever they hired, like, stuck out or, like, staked out... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> staked out ground as, like, kind of being this... that That's the account's personality. Yeah. Which... I always think it's so funny, right? You have these huge multinational corporations, you know, with this product lines that are like worth billions and billions of dollars. And it's like the lowest job, it, which is also like the most public facing job yeah, to manage the social to media account. Yeah. So some 20 year old kid, it's like their first or second job and they're in charge of messaging and communication. And it, and it's such a, I mean, you know why they give it to a, a kid. Cause it's like going like Doritos are delicious. Like that. Yeah. is yeah. so base it's so debasing for the person who does it but anything more interesting that has a lot of a low like a lot of right. high downside it does. unless you take the steakums route yeah which is i i mean i almost said it naturally like you you do stake out a position <laughs> that nobody else is really you know nobody's really arguing with so it is kind of like well you know most people are just commenting on glad to hear you like our hot dogs you know, yeah. here's a package on us. You know, that's their social media. Account. Or it's like it's National Left Handers Day. Like, yes. we want to wish all you all you Southpaws out there. You know, enjoy a yeah, and en- enjoy a Doritos Loco Taco on us. Ah, uh, so it is. It's funny that uh, Steakums did that, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I uh, I hope you'll check out that exchange, and if you have anything to weigh in. Uh, you know, hit us up on social media, man. Just mash that like button. <laughs> smash subscribe. Hit that bell for the notifications. No, we're not doing that. No. Anyway, uh, we'll take a little break. And when we come back, uh, a big surprise. Oh, Mike is going to make your life better. Life hack. It's going to be so good. We both have life hacks. That's the thing. It's going to be so great. All right. Uh, we'll be back in one second. Your story. Hey everyone, Pastor Dave here. Thank you for listening to Like Trees Walking, where we, we give you the play-by-play of some of the hottest Twitter exchanges between public intellectuals and brands, hashtag brands that are out there. No, no. Uh, we're trying to build our brand here as a wonderful, thoughtful Christian podcast. Uh, your, your favorite and your mom's favorite, too. And so if you could, please uh, do rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I, I've never seen the other... Like, I do use Spotify for some podcasting. I've never seen a rate and review option there. It seems to, like, live and thrive in the Appleverse. And so, you know, please feel free to do that. Uh, but if you can do it other places, we would appreciate that. Share it. Um, we are on social media, but as Mike kind of mentioned before, and I guffawed and laughed because we're not super active at managing. We're on, Unlike Steakums, 
our account does not have much of a personality, and I'm the personality behind it, and uh, ain't nobody got time for that is my kind of basic approach when it comes to the social media account, though I do appreciate the kind notes that folks send along sometimes, so I will occasionally engage. Let's just say your hit rate is not going to be very high on that, and if you're looking to reach Mike, it's going to be a zero. So uh, that's all I've got to say. appreciate you listening. We enjoy doing this for you, and now I want to give you some get you to Mike who's going to give you some advice markedly improve the quality of your life. Okay, we are back. And don't think that I did not appreciate the Sweet Brown reference in that uh, Ain't Nobody Got Time mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Probably one of my favorite appearances ever by a human being on the news. That was a good one. And the remix of it and everything, very good. Yeah. But I just like the person. Like if I knew her, you, you know you'd have fun if, you're, if, you, if she was in your life. I believe that was her name, Sweet Brown. I don't, I don't remember. Yes, I think that was. If I'm wrong, uh, so be it. I'm often wrong about things. Anyway, all right. You're right about this, though. Steakums are yummy. That's number one. <laughs> We've never, neither one of us has ever eaten steakums. I've never eaten a steak. Maybe that's a, we could do a bit. We'll eat some steakums next time. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think the I. taste test. I told you they came out, they probably came out after, when I was a kid, Pringles came out. Oh. <sighs> And what you, just, you, you couldn't believe, like, what? Like, science has made a better potato chip? And you just knew, like, well, my parents will never buy it for me. That <laughs> you know, that's like Wonder Bread and, like, Hostess Pies. Like, there's no way we're going to get this. And so when you first have one, you're just like, this is crazy good. Science, just, they cracked it. But uh, Steakums was in that sort of category of, like, bizarre. You can just have a steak sandwich and... In minutes? Like, I, I know I'll never be so lucky as to taste one. But uh, So, no, I have not had one. So well, we're gonna, we'll, we'll we're do gonna, it on We're going to fix it. Yeah. We'll do that on there. We'll eat it. It's not going to be tin fish this time. We'll do it live. <laughs> All <laughs> so, right. So, Mike, we were talking off air. Yes. And I thought this was worth sharing with our audience. We were, yeah. we were having a conversation. Because, folks, if you don't know, Mike is, an, and I'm, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to toot his horn so he doesn't have to do it for himself. He's a really good cook, a chef. Mike can make delectable foods. I enjoy them. He's a gourmand. Uh, yeah, he just he's good at he's good at cooking stuff. And so I wonder for someone like that. And uh, one of my favorite food authors uh, has a great cookbook. Mark Bittman is his name, and uh, How to Cook Everything. And he says, you know what, your best meals are going to be the ones you cook at home, anyways. And so I asked Mike, like, do you like to go? Would you? And we were talking about it's around the holidays, talking about going out uh, to eat or whatever. And I said, would you rather go out to eat, Mike? Cook your own food. What, 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 yeah. what do you think? And this that simple question opened a world of philosophizing that I know enriched my life. Yeah. I learned yeah. something that's going to change how I live my life. And so, Mike, yep. please, please share that with our audience. I will. I'm going to cross my legs and put on my chef's toque and, uh, and give you wisdom. No, no, it came up in my life recently because a friend of mine, I was just at a, uh, a friend's party, and another friend said, um, he lives in downtown Minneapolis, and he said, yeah, the restaurants, we went to this one. I'm not going to obviously name it. And he dropped $400 with three people. And so, you know, understand that this guy is also, he's like, I, I, I'm, I couldn't believe it. 400 bucks. And it was, and, and I said, and good? And he's like, it was okay. Mm-hmm. It was okay. For four hundred bucks, I mean, for all of us, that's I don't care who you are. That's a that's a good amount of money. And he and I said so. Obviously, a you know 
a bottle of wine from the cellar. He said, no, no wine. This was just a, you know, a drink and, and meals. Three people. So anyway, that led to him you know, going on a diatribe about it. I said, here's my life hack for you that my, my wife and I have done for years, so I'm going to give it to you, the listening audience. And this may seem like an obvious thing. Some of you may be already practicing this, but those of you who don't, you're going to, your life is going to change. You stake out a place. Uh, it keeps I coming. Did, I'm sorry. It keeps coming. That was completely accidental, and I apologize for it. Uh, you, you have a place that you have in mind. You're like, we would like to try that. People will, you'll look online. You'll see the five-star recommendations. Don't go full in. Mm. Don't, don't spend that four hundo until you do this. You go to the bar, and you have two appetizers. And then you judge the whole restaurant on that, and then you regroup and you go back home. And so, look, at the very least, you're going you're gonna to have a couple drinks. Like, nobody ruins no, a drink, you right? Know. You're not going to get spoiled, uh, you know, wine or alcohol or something or, you know, soda, whatever you're drinking. It's not going to be spoiled. It's going to be okay. You know you're going to overpay a little bit for it. But then the appetizers, they're going to be, you know, good, right? They come from the same kitchen, but you're going to be spending way less. I mean, a fraction. Yes, and then the cert- and then you'll see how do they treat you there? What's the service like? How do they? How you you can get your view of the things. You can be kind of looking from the outside, and then you go home and let's say it's a negative. You spent eighty bucks, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and that's like on, a, you know that's like a you spent quite a bit probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not you know that's I'm not, not nothing. I'm, I'm not saying that's nothing. I'm saying that that's not four hundred dollars. But now you can judge. And then you decide, well, now we can go back or never darken their doorway again. And, and, you, and then you get to tell people, oh, yeah, I was there. You know, like, have you been to this restaurant? Yes, I have. So you get the, the experience, but you kind of like you're just kind of standing in the doorway. You're viewing it. You get to kind of sit a little back. You get to, and it is fun to do that. So that's what we do is we just go and observe, sample, and then if we like it, we can go back. It's the proverbial test drive, right? It you is know? a test drive, yes. Because, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. you're, you're dropping good money. And, and when you go out to eat, you're paying for, yes, food. But it's also the experience, right? It's experience it's the experience and the ambiance. So you get to, sit, you know, sit a little bit on the sidelines, have a little bit of a kitchen table view mm-hmm. of it, and then you can make your decision. So I know that may seem simple, but that's my life hack for you. Yeah, I like yeah. it, okay. Mike. That's very helpful. Okay. Because it helps me think. Because, you know, usually I'll go, here. I hear somewhere is good, I'm going to rush in. You're going to go in. Full bore. It's like, yep, Here's we're going Here's my credit there. card. Do it <laughs> up. Charge it up, yes. you know? Oh, is that a charge plate? Oh, that was not, yeah, that was call. the charge plate. That was not me <laughs> cocking my weapon and no, to I, kill someone. I saw you plate. do the thing. I, I'm curious. Does anyone remember those charge plates? I remember the charge plate. Okay. I've been charged on a charge plate. I was just talking to a mutual, a mutual friend of ours about this Sunday. We were saying, like, how long would it take to, like, get a credit, like, a state, like, it must have taken, like, a month it for was. when you charge it to, like, for it to show up on your statement. That's yeah. just crazy. Yeah. That's amazing that we used to use charge <laughs> plates. Anyway, you have a life hack for us as well. No, it's not much of a life hack other than to say, Mike, all this talking about food just made me think, too, uh, something that I can be really good. And this could be hit or miss, but the food truck movement, yeah. which has exploded, can get you some really good food at a very reasonable yes. price. You no, know? I'm I'm very excited about what you told me, and we are going to we're going to do this. We're going to do this. So there is so a is wonderful food truck uh, 
in and some of the best like places that eventually become good restaurants start as food trucks. That's a yeah. that's a that's a track now. There's one in in uh, it's in Minneapolis. They have two trucks. One is burgers. One is barbecue. Mm-hmm. Animales, barbecue company and burger company. And so they have one is at uh, one of my favorite uh, places called Abel Seed House Brewery. It's in Northeast Minneapolis. You know, and I know Minneapolis like every other city up and coming our brewery scene. Abel's very good. They do they do some very nice beers. And right outside there always is this barbecue truck, and they've got the pork the pork bellies. But you can get like for you can get a sample platter that you can easily share with two people for like twenty five dollars, and you're getting some very nice um, pork belly. Pork belly. Oh, that's you're, you're getting some heaven. Usually, you're getting some short ribs. You're getting a sausage. Um, you're getting a hot link with that too. Uh, some chicken. Uh, usually, it's just very very good. Um, very good smoked meat. I mean, I I I, I just. Thoroughly enjoy it. Could not recommend it more. And then the burger thing they do. Great patties. You know, really well done. But you can also get a pork belly on top of your hamburger. So so this is what the point of all of this, these life hacks are, is that uh, Pastor Dave and I are going to go sample this together, <laughs> and we will report back. And, I mean, that is more important than any philosophy we could have ever given you. This is going to be, this is going to change your life. We, we're we're going to try our hand. You know, we explore various philosophies. We're going to explore the Epicurean. Yes. And then maybe we will become, maybe we will <laughs> sign on to that philosophy and just become Epicures. Uh, but we'll see. So stay tuned. So there you go. Appetizers, Steakums, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Where else are you going to get this in the podcast? You can't. Only, only on Like Trees Walking. Like Trees Walking. We'll see you again soon. So long, everyone. Thank you.